Nicole, does anyone understand the definition of fun on this show? Pouring a drink on your bestie's fresh blowout verdict is full bitch move. You know, I've heard, though, that throwing your friend's shoe into the ocean is a sign of loyalty in some cultures. <laughs> what about grabbing the veggie tray from everybody and throwing it in the ocean? <laughs> okay, that is cause for immediate incarceration. Sorry, Jensha. <laughs> this is episode seven of Disengaging. Our show recapping the our spiciest takes on season three of The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. I'm Julia Ritchie uh, in Nashville, Tennessee. And I'm Nicole Nixon in Sacramento, California. Okay, so Nicole, we've missed a couple weeks, but as you so eloquently put it, we've been on day one of San Diego <laughs> for three weeks as well. So. Yeah, we're not, we're, we're all... All the same day here. Seriously, we really haven't missed much um, because the last episode we did talk about is they're going to San Diego and turns out they've Mm -hmm. been in San Diego (laughs) for like two hours for the last three weeks. And yet there's a lot of drama on day one. There is a lot of drama. That is true. Although I guess like, yeah, there is a lot of drama on day one. (laughs) Um, But I think like where I want to start is this week is the week where we saw the new cast members actually assert themselves and mm-hmm. show some of their personalities. So the two, and they're not full-time cast members, we should say, but they're being featured. They're angling to be. Yeah, there's a acronym that the Real Housewives people use that's um, uh, friend, F. O H W. So they're called like Friend friends. Of the housewives. Yeah, there's like a little thing. You've been doing your housewives research. I've been reading so much housewives since we started this podcast. It's embarrassing. Um, so Dana is the friend of who is she? The friend of Meredith? Heather. She's Heather's friend. She came to Heather's ski day first. And then she connected with Meredith there. See, this is why we need two of us here. Because I was like, (laughs) whose friend is she? How did she? Where did Dana even go? She pulled off the street. That's why we said the mean girls thing. Like, she doesn't even go here. (laughs) Um, Okay. Well, she's a friend of Heather's. And then Angie Kay is uh, Jen Shaw's really good friend who who has known Jen since college. uh, Mm -hmm. we, We come to learn. So... She's um, and she seems to be a, a little more featured this season than even Dana. So, right, she was in the first episode with Sharif's birthday party, and then she was at the ski day, and yeah, generally a cavorting with Heather. Yeah, and so where we I are, mean with yeah, Jen, where we are now is Angie Kahey has secured this house in San Diego uh, through a friend of hers. And Jen Shaw is co-hosting, so, so to speak, with Angie K. this girl's trip. And then Dana was invited uh, by Meredith, who Jen was not thrilled about having because she called. But she invited her, probably because the producers of the show made her. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no joke. <laughs> you actually got a little glimpse of that, like, breaking the fourth wall again. She's like, and I invited you because they told me to. Like, <laughs> she she didn't say it, but she said it in so many words, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess Angie Harrington though still not invited. Oh god! And, but clearly, very like she was upset about it. I, as we saw, I think on Twitter this week, right? I appreciated um, 
that scene of her in the bakery when she learns that she's not invited. And then she does the very, like, well, I can like, tell I'm not invited. <laughs> and then she, like, fully pouted. Yes. So it seems as though Dana and Angie Kay are winning the the uh, hearts and minds of the producers <laughs> of Real Housewives. Angie Harrington, TBD. Uh, but she's she's good in her own, like, you know, sneaky back way. Mm-hmm. Um, so my I had this question written down, which is, like, who is more powerful in this franchise right now, Dana or mm-hmm. Angie K. And I last week I would have been like Angie K. Mm-hmm. But this week I kind of feel like Dana like sh- like rose up and she ascended. She- <laughs> I think well, I think it was at the so- dinner table. It was at the dinner table. <laughs> You know the moment. Yeah. The moment when Dana goes. Exactly. You can tell, like, because I've been there where I'm like, oh, my God, she's so nervous. And you're, like, so nervous for her. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, I've got to say it, though. I've got to say my piece that Jen is really toxic. And the way mm-hmm. you talk to your friends is not okay. And I was like, yes, girl, go, go. And it was like, I was like, oh, my God, Dana does belong there. Yeah. Yes. A hundred percent. I was also, I was totally agreeing with you when Dana was nervous, said her thing, even called out Heather, um, putting her on the spot about saying a couple days earlier that if Jen ever gave her an ultimatum that she would be out. And, you know, we saw Heather kind of going back and forth with Jen the last couple weeks. And um, it seems they're, they're like butting heads, but they're not doing it to each other's faces. So Dana forced them to turn and face each other and have their kind of have their conflict maybe before they were ready to do it. I love that for her. And I loved how, yeah. uh, and and she also made Heather snap. She did. And well, and I think she made Heather really worried at first too. I noticed oh, the second yeah. she turned the attention on Heather, that her sunglasses came down. She got very quiet. It was, she was trying to shut down until Someone asked her a direct question, and she had to flip her sunglasses back up. She, she also, you know, did really the very, get off the fence. She, she got really had to shut her get she, off the fence. I saw so many good Heather tweets this week um, <laughs> that oh, this is who Heather was all along. If you didn't see it in season one, now you're seeing the real Heather. Mm-hmm. Like too much pressure for her. She's you know cracking under the pressure, like all this stuff. And I was like, man, this franchise is good. <laughs> Just when you're getting bored with it, you're like, yeah, oh no, like like Dana came for Heather. And Heather mm-hmm. is, you can just tell one of those, like, you know, like you mentioned the passive aggressive, like, you know, mm-hmm. Mormon upbringing kind of thing. She has like this, like, how dare you call me out and embarrass me in front of like, because she's, yeah saying something you know i mean she had even told dana earlier to choose her battles wisely yes, and, and we, basically told her not to get in any trouble this trip yeah and we we talked we were going to talk about that last week how dark that was that heather yeah. was like choose your battles wisely it was like something out of like star wars i, I was like whoa what like veiled veiled threatening warning. yeah i was like when did heather go over to the dark side <laughs> <laughs> She's been there the whole time. Apparently, apparently there's some he- there have been some Heather haters just waiting. You can just tell yeah. they're like, ah, finally, I can hate on this mm-hmm. woman. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, 
that to me sealed that Dana is actually the MVP mm-hmm. of this new cohort of Angie K, Angie H, and Dana. I'm on Team Dana Banana. I am too. I also feel like this show has this show since season one. There have been these clicks. Yeah. Maybe this is how all the housewife shows are. But it was fun to get Dana brand new blood, like not really experienced in direct conflict with a lot of these women, and just stir it all up a little bit. Love it, new blood. Whichever producer said you got to invite this one took a chance on her. Thank you, thank mm-hmm. you, because you. And you actually injected life into this yeah. season. Five minutes into this episode, I was bored, you know? Yeah. And the yacht fight, I was like, oh, God, another one of these. Mm-hmm. But, but then, when Dana spoke up, I was like, oh, okay, yes. I'll finish this episode. <laughs> I feel like the experience has been great so far, but I feel like the energy's off. Something's yeah. off, and I think we need to address it. Who is the most ride or die of the first? friends friendships in this friend circle on this franchise it's a lot of fra (laughs) um that's hard because they've literally every single one of them at least the original five have had like pretty big falling outs in the last season i you know what i would have said is (laughs) three seasons you know my season one ride or die or season two maybe ride or die would be meredith and mary (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> those two are like thick as thieves uh-huh. Meredith never They're... once backed away from Mary and I almost respect it except that Mary definitely is still a cult leader so <laughs> yeah um, so... you know what okay I will say controversial answer the most ride or die even though they're going through a rough patch, Whitney and Heather, because Heather saved Whitney's shoe after Jen Ooh, let the first one go. That like, is a really good that's observation. A deep, that's a deep, you know, she, she still feels did. very deeply for Whitney. It's enough to save her shoe. That even was though a very fighting. protective thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. That, you know, you notice the details. That's why you're a good journalist. Let me just, <laughs> let me just give you a compliment. Thank you. Um, yeah, I didn't, you know, I wouldn't have said that for sure. Cause of not just cause of the rough patch. Cause I just, I don't know. They don't seem like, you know, pe- to me, like two friends cut up. Um, mm-hmm. and I will say Jen and Heather cut up really funny together. Like they're, mm-hmm. they have oh, the yeah. same, like when they turn up, they turn up. And I, I think I have a friendship like that with my best friend, Andrea, like we're always like turned up together so i i think i see the most genuine connection between those two or at least Mm -hmm. did and but jen's losing her marbles this season yeah i don't know jen's having a full like mental break on the yacht and nobody noticed except meredith you're supposed to be my ride or die and guess what that's not ride or die characteristics period what do you want me to do not be friends with angie harrington Okay, I'm not going to do that. What, if I put you on the spot, are three characteristics of ride or die? Oh, wow. <laughs> because Jin Shaw, says Heather, is not, like, exhibiting ride or die characteristics. Mm. So we need to describe for our audience three <laughs> things. I think, Car- I mean, damn, I'm going to go back to the shoe. Caring about somebody to watch out for them, even if you're fighting. Shoe. If- if you can 
give examples with each one from this franchise, okay. you get okay. extra credit. <laughs> okay. There's one. Um, knowing that your friendship is solid enough that even if you're yelling, you can take a break from that to turn up and have a shot and dance on a yacht and then like <laughs> dig into the real problems later in the evening around the dinner table. <laughs> Number three, hmm. giving your friend a bedroom that they're happy to stay in Ooh. so that they go, go take a nap in the nicer bedroom and don't feel like they have to take a nap in the van, AKA like sacrificing for your friend. Wow. These are really great. So by that definition, Heather meets a, a one or two. I don't, obviously, I don't think anyone agrees with Jen that you can only be friends with Jen and you can't be friends with her enemy. It's like right. that's a childish way to behave. But, you know, Jen Shaw's going to Jen Shaw. Um, she, Jen Shaw, yeah, she wants to feel chosen. She wants to feel like the first priority, but it's not reasonable to ask. Yeah. How to make ultimatums however, that way. However, to her, to her point, Heather does talk shit and has been really good at concealing it so, mm-hmm. and has people conceal it for her. And Dana is the first time that Heather has yes. been exposed for the things she says behind people's backs. Yeah. Because she has so far not been that person. And you saw how Meredith hates being that person this season and that like Whitney mm-hmm. tricked her into talking shit about me. So that, that wasn't it. But <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I think the Heather is both a ride or die for Jen, but also isn't a ride. She's two faced. Like, yeah, she, she wants to be your friend and she wants to be a ride or die. She also wants to talk shit about you because you, she knows that you're talking shit about her. Yeah. So, and, and, and so you, you get that. And that, that's, that, like that's the three out of three that's missing on ride or die yeah like she's almost there but not quite yeah this is good this is going but 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 mm-hmm. let's turn it back on jen is she a ride or die oh no, no. i exactly <laughs> but she re but she fully expects heather to be ride or die for her but she's not willing to be ride or die for so heather. i'm actually excited for maybe not excited is the right word but i'm looking forward to seeing more accountability for heather's um sort of talking out of both sides of her mouth kind of thing. Yeah. And um, that's what I was like to bring it back to our first segment that then this wouldn't have happened without these new cast friends of the housewives or whatever you want to call them is like, yeah, are bringing, they stirred it all up. They stirred it all up, but they're also bringing new accountability to housewives who so far skirted. Yeah. Since people are like, this is who Heather's always been. It's like, well, let's not get carried away. These are, (laughs) <laughs> women playing a character for us you know yeah. right but uh her character so far has uh escaped the scrutiny of some of the others fashion moments oh yeah okay we'll do we'll just do one shout out again to the uh roel Celsi fashion instagram um because it's like a Part of my like morning routine now is checking it. Seriously, um, I love it. You can see you can see the outfits in better detail, and you can see how much they cost, mm-hmm. and that's just fun. Yeah. Um. But I saw this comment was on. Unfortunately, it was on Dana Bananas. But um, 
It's a personally not a fan of this look at all. She's wearing um, a is it her confessional look? No, it's it's the flowy like Vici dolls. Like it's a very beachy maxi dress with very normal looking flowers on it. Um, like it looks like uh, something you would pick up at yes. a, like I don't want to say Target, but PJ Maxx, yeah, something, Ross, something like that. Um, which is again makes her more relatable. <laughs> again, yeah, is... uh, yeah, and her handbag is six oh two hundred fifty dollars. Right, but this is this is the comment. SLC just doesn't give luxury a good look. Aside from Lisa Barlow, which is like that is so mean. Oh my god, like that is mean. I think there are like plenty of looks that I really like on this uh, franchise, and I will. I th- always thought like some of the other franchises, like Atlanta or even Miami, it's like no one dresses like that. But yeah, at least on the Salt Lake franchise, they wear things that they would wear to like the ski and and yeah, it's not just a confessional look. Because some some of the other franchises... They're, like, costumey. Yeah. Like, these high, quote-unquote, high-fashion right. luxury looks. They just look... But they don't like actually they're, they're playing a character. wear like they them don't anywhere. Look good. Yeah. 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 The real housewives I'm thinking of, like, I'm are thinking... real. They're, like, actually working. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Except for Jen's, like, hat houndstooth jacket i feel like that is a outfit she would i don't know maybe she would wear that yeah (laughs) um well um but i agree i feel like dana's fashion is not as luxury like luxury as the others Mm -hmm. and it makes her feel more relatable and i like that but Mm -hmm. then i also feel like i watch these shows because these women are clownish and (laughs) dana doesn't quite fit that bill so i love that i'm a little torn i feel like Dana's challenging us in many ways this week. I, I, I just I like now, it. I want to meet her now. Like, you know. She's I'm, well, she's breaking the mold in multiple ways. Yeah. I know. I kind of want to I want to be her friend. Um <laughs> I did love the this look uh which was I love it was okay. Everyone else is wearing some kind of luaui thing except mm-hmm. for Lisa. <laughs> Lisa <laughs> Lisa Barlow is Just wearing her neon top and a neon jeans. top, jeweled jeans, and a Maison Valentino bag. Um, I want to know where the, the heels are from because those are fabulous. They're like the I same know, they're neon not tagged. Green. Anyways, she's totally the odd one out at this luau. <laughs> I feel like Lisa doesn't. When Lisa gets a dress code for one of these dinners, she's just like, Nah. nah. I love that. She did that at the lingerie party, too. She came out wearing silk pajamas. Shh. Like, she does not give a fuck about your theme. She cares about fashion, though, and she always <laughs> serves a look. Like, the, the woman yeah. knows how to dress. And so yes. I did feel like if I was going to give the Fashion Moment of the Week award this week, it would go to Lisa Barlow totally blowing off the luau theme and going with this, like, saucy neon button-down denim jeweled jeans I, and high heels. I love that. Yes. I did think Jen's luau look was beautiful and I was admiring her hair and wondering suddenly where it went and then someone was like, I'm going to bring Jen her hair. That and was funny. Left. Oh, That was good levity at the end, though, you know? <laughs> yeah. This episode of Disengaging was produced by me. Julia Ritchie and me Nicole Nixon and don't forget to find us and rate us on Spotify Apple or wherever you get your podcasts and help us build our own Real Housewives recap media empire
We're only supposed to talk gossip about the real housewives. We can't talk about <laughs> gossip about the real people in our lives. Really? In our, that would be the most boring show ever is the real members of my household, which would be me and my dog. 